0: we
1: This is John And this is Trav Welcome to the Tri Tac Games Podcast Your podcast of being uh, incredible conquerors Even though your culture hasn't changed in 1500 years Of <laughs> a Caesar Actually, of K- Kaiser Kaiser, yes, as we learned in Fallout 3 Actually, Fallout New Vegas Caesar is pro- actually pronounced Kaiser Yeah, I mean, if the Romans want to use an S, they use an S yeah, this week we are talking about one of the fringeworthy races, the Pax Romana and which is a uh, alternate Earth. Uh, that's right, John, alternate, right? Yes, it's an alternate Earth. Okay, it's an alternate Earth uh, where the Roman Empire uh, never set. You know, it's uh, just, it uh, has remained uh, in full force uh, from the, the uh, CE zero all the way up to uh, about somewhere in the fifteen hundreds, and uh, we'll get into why that is and how it's changed, how the world is different than our own history. Because uh, John has done a lot of development for this for the uh, Savage Worlds edition of Fringeworthy, and he's got a lot to tell us about it. John, tell us uh, what is it about the bathing? Okay. <laughs> Why is bathing such an important part of Roman life? It's cultural
0: in many ways. It's it's part of their culture. It's where they where people can get together and schmooze each other and do business. Uh, The the you know it's a way. It's part of the Roman. It's sort of like the the old German um, outdoorsman culture that used to be, where you know you have to be physically fit. The Romans also felt that way the romans felt that you you know that unless you you know went to went to the baths and worked out i mean there were there was a gymnasium at the baths you worked out then you took then you were cleaned it was a bit like the japanese baths where you basically were cleaned outside of the water then you went through the through the um, through the hot bath and the cold bath, and you got to soak in the warm bath after that, and take and that's where you probably would sit down and talk to your friends and neighbors, uh, and basically uh, work out business at that point. It
1: was a place to gather. Uh, early and time. Now, go ahead. Now I heard John. Now I heard that uh, uh, from some of the specials I've seen on this that a. Uh, a person who was a wealthy Roman uh, or someone who wanted to gain influence with the population of Rome or the various Roman city they might be in, they would actually sponsor a free day at the bath for the lower classes who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford going to the bath because you did have to pay for it, right? That's correct.
0: But it's not saying that the lower classes didn't use the baths. It just simply didn't get to use the good baths. What would be the difference? Um... Hilton and Motel Eight. I mean, that's literally you get some place where there's plenty of slaves to take care of you. You know, make sure you're properly cleaned off and everything. That you get you get fresh wine versus the equivalent of a bucket of hot water. And don't and you know, don't worry. We, you know everyone uses it.
1: Uh,
0: okay, <laughs> now situation. how many
1: baths would there be in uh, in let's say a a modern uh, or a fifteen hundred uh, a Roman city. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Um, oh, actually, this we do know from Pompeii. Let me do a quick. Uh, I'm gonna go to the font of all knowledge. Okay, there is at at least f- four or five baths in Pompeii, and they all were different class levels. So there was the Forum Baths, the Central Baths. Um, there's also the Via Stabina and the Via Di Nola, and there's which a, were uh, also other baths.
1: Were those high class baths or what?
0: Uh, the central baths were more of the the um, lower class than the Via Stabina and the Via and the Via Danola were uh, more high class baths. They're built. In fact, they replaced an entire block of the town.
1: Okay. Yeah. But see, you know, I'm glad you mentioned about the um, like the oriental culture and such because uh, I watch a lot of Japanese animation and they love to at some point take you down to the bathhouse where you know they they go in they scrub down and they and they soak in the hot bath usually for hours and of course hijinks ensue because it's a big open space where all kinds of things can go on, so. Uh, that's why I was wondering, you know, how uh, how many baths there were, because it's it seems like this would be something that uh, would be f- would be expensive to maintain, but but maybe not. I don't. I mean, with uh, they're using uh, using wood to, to heat the water, and and in the in the northern climes they had heated floors using a
0: um, uh, a, a unique system of basically putting a tile floor up on on uh, struts, and then basically having a big old fire blowing hot air under the floor so the floors were heated now it did mean that every so often a young slave had to go crawling in there to clean it out and get rid of the vermin
1: there's always there's there's always somebody who has to crawl crawl through a sewer or something like that you know it it, as they said that's true every spy adventure you know that someone has to crawl through a sewer why why wouldn't there be that yeah so anyway, so we're talking about an alternate. This is fringe worthy. So that mean, and they're only negative two, right? Negative two, comma
0: eight. Uh, uh actually, I, they, I think they got moved to Portal Eleven. Good, it was eight. No, it's 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 eight, which means
1: that it's eleven o'clock.
0: Oh, I was I was I was working off the off the off the uh, ninety two edition, so I put them in portal eleven. But I can fix that. I mean, that's just I've
2: got the chain. page here from French with the D twenty, and it still says alternate negative two comma eight.
1: That's because Richard refused to follow my convention, even though I told him to do it. It is eleven o'clock. You are correct. Yes, you know the, 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 the if you look at the Fringe uh, platform and you think of it as a clock face all the, the, the pathway portals and the planetary portals all match up to numbers on the dial, it makes it a lot simpler to do. Anyways, um, you know, for, uh, except for people who grew up with nothing but digital watches, in which case, sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, so this is only t- uh, two portals away from Earth, so it's not very far. It's a total of uh, uh, 100, about 150 miles from that Hatsumi
2: Base. Yeah, and they were found in year one, so that means, yeah, it didn't take them that long to get there. Yeah,
0: and, and circa, and there's and circa 19, uh, circa... F, uh, 1400, it says. 1400, so, you know, um, that would be what, 15, 15th century, yeah. yeah. About a thousand
1: years you know, after the fall of Rome, in our world. In our world? Well, actually, no, well, Rome was fine for quite a bit further, but anyways... It, it fell in, like, 400-something or other. Exactly. Oh, okay, 1,000 years, sorry. I
2: yeah, was th-
0: a 1,000 yeah. years yeah. difference, yeah. Yeah, you're right.
2: Okay. Well, from what it says here in the Fringeworthy 92, or the Fringeworthy D20 edition here for, let's see, Accessible, PL4, they joined the IDA. Okay, let me read this off. <clears throat> Home of the Romana Universa, the Rome that did not fall. By their 20th century, uh A quagmire of social mismanagement, this world is striving to help the IDA while trying to restructure its economy. Slavery has been recently abolished and there are extreme problems in the outlying empire as well as open defiance in Jerusalem. The Christian faith is on the rise again. Their martyr was a Jesus who was felled by an arrow shaft at the gates of Rome in 49 CE. There is trouble with the Persians and the followers of a second Christian prophet called Muhammad. China has awakened and met the Romans in the middle of North America... Both sides have modern weapons and nerve gas. The Chinese will not deal with the IDA. Where is this? This is in Fringeworthy D20. I'm looking, um, at, it for,
1: I'm looking at Fringeworthy D20. I'm not seeing none of this.
2: Yeah, It's on page uh, 147.
1: Oh, I'm looking on page 26. Yeah, I've got that, too. That's Oh, well, yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> difference. Uh, we
2: apologize for our lack of editing and con- continuity, folks. We're only human.
0: That, yeah, uh, we we read good. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause I went with I went with the with the racial description for for everything. I didn't even bother looking at the portal.
1: <laughs> well, that's excellent. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, because what you wrote in your uh, Savage Worlds is quite a bit different too. Uh, well, I I, I because you said I, there were three different versions of Christianity.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. We'll
1: we'll get to that later. All right. So so what we have here is an alternate, which me and uh, was there a, is there a full ring station on the other side of uh, in the cave?
0: Yes, there is. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a ring station in the that that well it'd be uh, spoilers for anyone who plays the adventure. The Romans knew about,
1: but yeah, even even though the, the book says there's four, it, it was a warp. So, anyways, I, f- I figure a, war- a, a ring station makes more sense. Okay, so you changed it. Yes, I changed it. All right, that's good. I just
2: oh, from it, the D20 to the Savage Worlds. Gotcha.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. I have no problem with that as long as it's more fun. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and besides the baths, and we have to get this out of the way. So we, so you know, all you know, and when we pure out. Besides the baths, where Romans smooth. the other place. Romans like to sm- love to smooths. Was the was the bathroom? Was the toilets?
1: You make me cut this out, John. I, no Roman toilets would be
0: okay. Modern day Americans would be really uncomfortable in Roman toilets. There, basically, there's this long bench with holes in it. Yep. And you sat cheek to jowl with the other with other people there.
2: Yeah, I saw an episode of um, the Showtime series Spartacus. Well, John Hanna, John Hanna from the money movies was in it. He played some Roman senator and they showed him where they were hiking their robes up and doing their business and then just pulled them down, paid some guy and walked away. So, yeah, that that's pretty much how it was. They weren't sitting quite that close. But yeah.
0: Oh, uh, every time they do a show on, on Pompeii, they have to go to a bathroom. And you can see how cl- basically the, you, see, you can see the seats basically, well, two Americans sit next to each other. It'd be, you know, cheek to cheek uh, <laughs> at that point. But yeah, they were fairly close together and no privacy. The Romans didn't,
1: didn't care uh, about that. It wasn't important to them. They didn't have a whole lot of body consciousness, frankly. I mean, the, most of their outfits were pretty open. Sometimes they ran around wearing nothing but tunics and tabards. Which, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just a, a cloth that, that hangs down over your shoulders and is tied at the waist. It's like a, it's, it's like a banner. on. If you had a, a, a cloth banner uh, tied to your body, that'd basically be a tabard. And contrary to popular belief, a vomitorium is what?
0: We call it, we call it an exit these days. What? Yes, vomitorium means to to exit. Yeah, but it does not mean to throw up. That was actually a different word altogether. Basically, uh, any building that had that had an, had exits they were called vomitoriums.
1: So let's go ahead and uh, 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 talk about uh, your introductory adventure to this particular place, because uh, the uh, you. You basically open it up into a, a full ring station in a uh, a cavern, which is closed off, according to your text. So I'm not quite sure how the Romans know about it. Were they they close it. They close it off. Oh, they did. Okay. All right. Well, that was not clear from your your uh, adventure write up. It's gone. It's gone through at least three revisions. It's going to yeah. probably go through another revision. I mean, from what you said, okay, uh, in the thing, first they, they it's closed off. They un, they 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 take out all the rocks, and then there's a river that they have to go through that's moving so quickly that uh, they can't they, they have they can't go against it and they have to use the uh, Moscovy to drive out of it so i assume that the river is going it's not going out it's going in uh, no no it, it's flowing out of it's flowing out of the uh so he would have just carried them downstream and dropped them out of the, into the river yes yeah eventually eventually
0: into the, into the thames
1: Right. So what we had here then is uh, these Roman soldiers, who or whatever they were, who came and discovered this place, they had to pretty much climb their way with ropes through this passageway because the river would have knocked them uh, out. And then they got in, into the cavern, saw this thing, decided to fill the, uh, fill the cavern full of rocks, well, and, block and off leave the it ent-
0: alone. yeah, block off the entrance. Leave a leave because it didn't do anything. They couldn't hurt it. They couldn't do anything to it. Yeah, uh, they basically thought you know the nick- the nickname was Hell's Mouth.
1: Yeah, well, I so, got that. But. Yeah,
0: so they pretty much you know we're gonna come back to this later, but, we, if, but you know it looks like. Something can come out of it, so let's just put, this build a wall, and maybe that'll keep things from getting out. Okay, you know, it's basically just, you know, they're burying it and hiding it, and they're going to come back. You know, at some point later, when they think they got better ideas what's going on, they come back and look, take a look at. And they put a watch on it too, right? Uh, only at okay, the scenario is set up such that a scouting team is the first one through, and they alert people, and then that's when they put the watch on it. Why, why does the scouting team alert people? Uh, because they drive they also drive out. Okay, cuz it didn't say that. It said all it said was is that uh, it, no it, it does a scouting mission number 1 a different ID a different team. Right. They go- And it's basically they go out and do a scouting mission. They just to somebody that's get da- get information, get data, take a look around and then go back. We're not going to interact with anybody. We're just going to take a look around. Trouble is, they drove out in the and Those things are not quiet. And basically, what the also don't realize this is there's a farm on top of the uh, top of the hill that this, this river comes out of. Oh. Wow. And the guy okay. up there heard them drive out,
1: and saw them, and was going, "What the heck is that? That's a war wagon." Okay. And so he alerted them to keep a watch on it. Okay. So, all right. So basically, you know these these are these are the things that we tell you not to do, and all, and they apparently did them all. All the bad stuff we tell people not to do on the podcast, right? Yes,
0: and I'm having and I'm having NPCs do it so the players can be smart and not do it. Ah, uh, uh, you think so, huh?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it make any difference in the three play
0: tests. Two I ran myself, and and when was run by someone else. They never did, you know, the, the, it, what I thought they were going to do. They always did something different. Right. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what players do. Yep. <laughs> All right. So the, 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 there's an introductory scouting mission that's basically backstory, and uh, and then which, of course, alerts the, the Romans of the existence. The people are messing around with the Hell's Mouth. So when the actual team comes through, uh, it's not very long before they uh, – uh, end up getting in trouble. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Basically,
1: it, it's built into the scenario
0: that you know whatever vehicle they bring on through the Romans are going to haul out and take and take back to the fort. So it could be a Muscovy, it could be whatever you know. It could be you know, whatever they they have at that point in time. Though I think Muscovy makes more sense because one is amphibious.
1: Right. Now, what you, the way you got them to leave their vehicle was um, was that you had them come through with a boat. Yeah, they came with boats, yeah. And p- period, period boats. Yeah. They'd have a boat now. And uh, so if you run the adventure, you pretty much have to force these guys to bring their Muscovy through. Otherwise, there's going to be uh, a couple of parts that they won't be able to do with this introductory adventure. Yeah. Like I said, I have to sandbox it some more. I basically have to
0: take a look at that and say, okay, what happens if they don't drive through with the Muscovy? Ah, okay, there goes most of the adventure.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so this is taking place in essentially what is London. That's why it's Londinium. Uh, and uh, unlike our, you know, uh, uh, our world where they overstretched their bounds and fell back, they managed to maintain the the empire all the way up to uh, England, and it seems to
0: be doing pretty well. Yep. And clean Scotland. There's no Hadrian's Wall. They went all the way up to the north end of Scotland. Okay. However, there are three legions in Rome, and, and fortunately this is not in the adventure. I just come to realize why there's three legions in Rome, because there's still North, the Northmen, aka Vikings, causing problems. So there's still three legions in, in, in Britannia just to protect their interests there. Okay. Alright. Well that's that's great. And a legion has how many people in it? Okay, a legion has up to up to upwards around five thousand
1: soldiers. Wow, that's a lot more than I expected. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so they so they had fifteen thousand soldiers, uh, you know, marauding around the the, the well, two legions stationed, uh, one
0: legion stationed up in Scotland, one legion stationed uh, about Midlands, and then another, and then the, the, of course the Roman, then the Londinium uh, legion contingent, of which only only three centuries were in the uh, are in the uh, Cripplegate fort in londinium
1: okay all right well all right so they they get there and they go on their adventure all right so that's that's uh uh so there's basically romans everywhere and uh and
0: and britons in fact you know a fair mixture of both you have you have britons and you have romans and the majority of language is not latin it's britannic
1: Okay, so the the Britons are have they adopt? I mean, it's fifteen hundred years later. So have they adopted the uh, Roman culture by now? I would hope. Oh
0: yes, I mean, if you look at the name of, of various people in there, they're all they all using the Roman naming Roman naming convention. Huh. They're basically, but they still speak their own language.
1: Okay, but so how Briton are the Britons? Uh, not very.
0: Okay, All right, they, so. But they've been not Mediterranean though, so they're like. They're Celtic enough that they probably still have uh, some, some traditions. I mean, their religions were not stamped out, so they still have their religion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not been stamped out.
2: Well, no, You usually from what I understand is that the Roman citizens, a lot of them, they would be like, we'll let you just keep on keeping on. You just got to follow our laws.
0: All you got to do is, is is admit that the emperor is sovereign over you, and that's all you got to do, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, so they would keep a lot of their traditions, I would imagine. Which is so, what
0: caused all the problems in Judea.
2: <laughs> you realize just life of Brian is just running through my head right now, just letting you know. Just, yeah. <sighs>
1: well, so they're an awful lot like the Khan also, where the Khan didn't really care what the local religions were as long as they uh, gave him his feud and respected any rules he laid down.
0: Right. One thing I'm gonna to toss in the fact that there there was a it's been it's been fifteen hundred no it's been like mm, mm, this gets the right number Roman religions been around for seventeen hundred years. There's been at least one or two simplifications along the way. So you know, instead of adding on more gods or or, or changing the aspects, so it's not you know Zeus Jehovah or anything like that. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, they they kind of simplified and said, okay, here's the Roman religion, and you can have your local religions, and we're not actually going to tack them onto the Roman religion. They are separate religions, but you can still do worship. Right.
1: Well, I mean, the the Roman religion uh, was pretty much they had a zillion gods. They had house gods. They had gods over you know the the. Uh, you know, the, the harvest, various activities, boating, weather. And then they had, of course, the, the greater elder gods that they had the big temples to. You know. That they stole from the Greeks, yeah. Uh. <laughs> if you were Roman, you know, if you didn't have three or four gods, you, you know, you were basically not religious. Yep. You know, so, yeah, being a, uh, a monotheist uh, in, in a Roman culture was very rare you had to be a Jew
2: <laughs> yep
1: <laughs> Pretty much yep pretty much all right so uh, let's go back and uh, go look at our list of uh, attributes that are in the Fringeworthy manual for these particular characters you know and uh, we already uh, looking at the picture there we have some guy who's looking very uh, I don't know it's he's, he's, he's kind of got Joppers on you know but he has the a tunic. You know, and he has the short haircut of a Roman, but the guy next to him, I swear, I've never seen that. I mean, you know, he's, you know, that's a a kind of a mishmash I I see of all the, you know, uh, the helmet and the the cross that your chest uh, uh, straps is. Is it is is that how they actually look? Because it doesn't look like, as you said, we had a picture we were looking at that someone showing a whole bunch of Roman types, you know, wearing Roman armor and 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 helmets, uh, you know, with the the those protections and everything, sitting inside of a jeep with a you know sixty you know uh, caliber machine gun on the back, like the the the, the Rat Pack, and uh, and I, and you know, you were telling us how that would be how they would be dressed, you know, in the fifteen hundreds because. Um, are they, they do have muskets, and muskets pretty much eliminate the usefulness of armor.
2: Well, yeah, they, they would be wearing just a uniform and the Legionnaires would probably be learning things like, oh, the art of using cover, for example. A breastplate and the, the, the tower shield would be useless. So So
0: They they still are using muskets, though, so there is that reload time, and sometimes it just makes more sense to, okay, we'll get a volley off, then out come the swords.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not going to be as weighted down because the stodgy plotting battle is going to be replaced by a lot of movement and dodging because of the fact that once you fire those guns, it's time to go into melee, yeah,
1: unless, of course, you have a whole phalanx of longbowmen behind you, and those guys keep firing, <laughs> and, that, and those things go through. But those things go through armor, you know. If they've developed the U bow, and this is England, then and it's the same period we're talking about, then they would be able to penetrate uh, traditional Roman uh, shield walls, right?
2: Oh yeah, the, the the one thing that the Brits could do way back then was fire a bow and. In vast, yeah,
0: you got to remember the U bow was developed long after the Romans were there, so it was a later development.
1: Are you saying it didn't
0: happen? No, I'm not saying they didn't, they didn't use bows. I'm just saying that the the traditional U bow didn't happen until like about well this time period. So yeah, so yes, you would probably see uh, improved archery, but it's certainly like like most things, when you actually have some guy with a musket who can shoot farther and more accurately. It tends to go. It tends to go by the wayside at that at that point. Archery becomes more of a, a of a skill you you know that the elites practice rather than an actual true combat skill.
1: Well, I I just think it depends on how fast they can do that reloading business because you can fire off like 15 arrows in the time it would take you to reload a yeah. musket. Now, if you're if you, if you have emplacement type things where you've got like a big palisade that people are behind. And they can stick they can go over the end and fire their, their musket and go back and grab the next musket and do that. Then that makes sense. But if you're out on a, a field of battle and you're like you're moving around, I'm wondering whether that it's it, it- called volley fire and you, you use three of the four ranks of, of men, uh,
0: musketeers. One rank fires steps back, next rank steps up and fires while, the, while that rank starts reloading. By the time they come, basically it rotates around so they can use
1: constant firing. Right, so the shield. So you're saying the shield is dead, pretty much. So you're not going to see Romans walking in 15th century Romans, walk uh, soldiers walking around with shields. No, though you might, unless they're ceremonial. this,
0: yeah, yes, they could be
1: ceremonial. Though I would imagine Romans would probably come up,
0: might come up with a way to keep the shield, but in the case, but in, you know, the trouble is to make it to make it work against bullets would make it too heavy for someone to carry. So the next thing would be is well. Okay, that's basically, you put on wheels and you push it.
1: So, they, they put shields on the front of war wagons and they, they roll those things along. Okay. That's a possibility. Uh,
0: yeah, but the, the only time you actually see Legionnaires in action in this, in, in this adventure, they're, they, you know, they're, they ain't got shields. It's going to come out and start firing and then pull swords
1: and go after. Okay. So, they're, they're more like the French in, in this time period musketeers okay. yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying musketeers and all that all right so let's go and look at the top okay they're they're basically what we would imagine they're uh, medium size five foot to five five and uh so well <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no that, <laughs> all that mediterranean influence yeah
0: definitely brown eyes a lot of brown and dark eyes and
1: it says the lifespan is forty-five years. Is that was that common for that period? I
2: would think so, considering their PL4 technology. Yeah, if you made it to fifty, you were considered ancient.
0: Now remember, forty-five is a median age. Yeah, you'll still have people who live to the to their nineties.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, still, you also got to remember if it's beginning PL4 progress level four medical technology was a lot better, but still nowhere near where we have today. So Forty-five sounds about right.
0: Yeah, except the Romans were really well. The Romans were really into this stuff. Um, you could, I could, I could make a case that Romans may actually be they may be PL five, early PL five in their medical technology because well, yeah, Romans were engineers. We lost a lot of technology when Rome fell. When Rome fell, Europe lost a lot of technology and it's quite and the roman surgeons were very good
1: well it still says that the year equivalent is 1400
0: yeah i mean 1400 makes is still good yeah okay so
1: so they don't they're not going to have things like uh, anesthetic they're not go- and they're not going to know about germ theory no not at all no yeah, so that's going to be a big that's going to be a big limiter. However,
0: they 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 are into cleanliness though, so maybe by, the fact that they like they like to keep
1: things clean. That may just help right there. Oh, it might, and uh, and they're also very good at lopping off limbs and probably suturing them up. Yeah. So uh, I imagine if you get a a wound that gets infected, bang goes off your arm. <laughs> so, anyways, assuming they don't bleed you. All right, so uh, 45 years, that's, uh, that's a pretty good lifespan. Uh, there are lots of people even in the uh, in, uh, 1900s that didn't live that much further past 45. So, and, we see, and obviously we have the two genders because they're basically based upon humans uh, with a gestation period of 278 days, which is also pretty standard. Now, what I think is interesting is that they have a survivability of 68%. Which means that about one out of every three kids doesn't Right.
2: Mind. Well, that's to be expected still. You know, with PL4 technology, there's just things that are going to happen where you're going to end up with stillborn and whatnot. And just that that, that stands to reason. I, I have no problem with that stat. Right. That's
1: also one of the reasons that the age is pushed down to 45 because usually infant mortality uh, uh, factors somewhat into the lifespan. Yeah.
0: And even the and when it says survival, that even means you know within uh, age three.
1: So the kid makes it past age three, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they didn't even give people names until they got to be three years
2: old.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh,
1: we ha- you were just you were just son of Sextus or whatever, yeah, you were. or numbered.
0: Yeah, you were you were you were, you were Sextus Octavius. Uh, you were Octavius, and which may stick with you your life. Octavian was stuck with his, he was the eighth kid. He was, he was yeah. stuck
1: with that all his life. <laughs> yeah, uh, why was why why was six nervous? Because <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Yeah. All right, uh, I, 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 I think to Yes. Uh, okay. But also, uh, there was uh, a, there was also a practice amongst uh the Romans where uh you know, essentially, if the father didn't want a particular gender of child then it was commonplace i heard i read to just take the kid and leave it out on the doorstep until it stopped crying is is that an is that an exaggeration or is that it's true?
0: probably an exaggeration because daughters are, are daughters are, are valuable for marrying
1: off to other people but if you wanted your firstborn to be a boy then I guess you'd sacrifice a couple daughters until you got one.
0: That or you basically disinherited him. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah, that happened a lot. Did oh it? yeah. If if you if you if your son if, if a son displeases father, he disinherit him. Take away the family name, take away the gens. Bye.
1: What well, what would happen to a daughter if you did that?
0: Oh, let's say, well, they, they always use
1: concubines. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes. No, no, no slut shaming uh, uh, in the, uh, in the Roman household. Jeez. And that's
0: ancient Rome. It may have changed. I mean, it's definitely, it, you know, it's been a thousand years. so This probably has changed a lot since then.
2: Well, I don't know. They say they, they say that uh, social science is stubbornly mired in tradition and the printed word of Roma. I have a feeling, no, a lot of stuff like that probably did not change.
1: Yeah. Besides, with John, and the whole point of this particular race, this particular alternate, is you want them to be Roman in the fifteenth century. Yes. Yeah. So whatever their mores and more values were in CE zero, you want them to still have them, you know. So we—it's we, a very stagnant culture. It's not changing a whole lot uh, at, at, at all, and mostly it seems to be changing on a technological basis. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, well, except
1: well, yeah, except that if you kept the
0: culture the same, it you know technically wouldn't last past four hundred, you know, fifty something. But that's beside the point.
2: I think we can chalk that up to hand waving again, and just say. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. At this point is, it's, it's a lot of this, folks. I mean, you know, if I could figure out how to make Rome stable enough to last to to the 15th century, I'd be taking the Nobel Prize right now. Uh, it, it's Rome is just the Western Roman Empire was basically just simply unstable, and the only way you get Rome that looks like Rome is to make a lot of hand waves. And, uh, and say and don't look too carefully at this.
2: Yeah, don't let it yeah, don't let any history majors you know game with you when you're running this race. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this this sounds almost like a world that uh, as we've referred to before, is uh, more literary based than it is based in, let's say, uh, social science yeah they, the dice fell lucky for these guys through history oh, or it it ended this way because the narrative
0: required it now one major change I did make uh, besides well, we we should probably go over the the, the, the the rap first before we go into the major yeah. change I made
1: right okay so you know obviously they uh I, I it says their sleep cycle is 18 wake and six sleep. So they basically had short, uh, they didn't have short nights. So it was the same world as we do. And that's wrong. Uh,
0: for this time period in our history, it was more like the sun's up and you're awake. When the sun goes down, you go to sleep. Then you wake up around midnight and do some stuff. And then you go back to bed and then wake up when the sun comes up. So, so that's actually uh, uh, that's really incorrect for this time period and this level of technology.
1: So they had, took a late night nap. Yeah. Well, so how much sleep would they get per day then? Oh, they they would get their eight hours, so at least eight hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. And their, of course, voices bass is soprano because they're normal human voices. But like I said, they 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 would get their they would at least get eight hours. But yeah, they would go to
0: it's, say it's it's say it's a uh, summer day. You know, they 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 go to bed around nine. They'll probably wake up around two, do some stuff, go back to bed, wake up a little bit after the sun comes up. So that you know that could be six hours or eight hours.
1: Uh, Winter time, they basically sleep longer. Well, especially in uh, in Londinium where it's really going to be socked in with snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. All right. So, uh, Trav, what do you think about these uh, uh, th- these adjustments to our the census?
2: Let's see. Smell is minus one. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're baseline humans, so I mean, everything else is fine. The smell. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe, maybe Richard's maybe Richard's
0: going on the fact that you know, uh, they have horse. You know, they live in a culture that has a lot of well, animal byproducts littering the streets.
2: Yeah, so I would think that after a while, their sense of smell might be a little muted, you know.
0: But, but uh, no, I mean, it, it's sort of like with a noise, you get you come accu- accustomed to the noise.
2: Yeah, and
0: and so, so they can't smell horse manure.
2: Right. Well, because yeah. it wouldn't be to due to sanitation. I mean, with the they're constantly bathing and they got the flush toilet, so I mean, themselves smelly. Like-
0: Romans did have sewers and they were, you know, they did understand that you had to get the crap out of the house. So they probably also keep the streets clean.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, That's that's what
0: slaves are for.
2: But see, that's what it was, is that they tended to keep themselves clean. So, yeah, most likely it was due to just all the animals and the beginnings of the um, mechanical age. Because you're going to have a lot of, you know, if you're starting all that, you're still going to have a lot of pride products which smell. A lot of smoke and...
0: And by 1400, there would be people using coal, especially if you're from England. There yeah, would be coal yet. usage.
1: Yeah. It, it didn't have anything to do with their use of uh, lead, would it? Um, like, you said, like I said before about
0: Romans and lead, the lead pipes themselves, after, after a couple of years of use, would be coated with calcium. And they were safe. It was their practice of adding lead salts to wine that was the bad thing. Oh. Or using lead goblets. Or, right. You know, those were the bad things. But, you know, that was 15, that was a thousand years ago. Right. For but, all we know, they may have gone to, you know, tin cups with lead solder,
1: uh, you know, things like that. So I just wondered if, if maybe uh, something like that would have an effect on your sense of smell. Lead poisoning actually would make you go crazy. Well, well, I know about lead poisoning, but nothing else. Okay, so
0: yeah, 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 it could be that you know it's a minus one in terms of of uh, for Savage Worlds, which I'm doing means nothing. Minus one, yeah, yeah. yeah, out the window.
1: Okay, so uh, moving down to allegiance, moral, uh, uh, they're they're fifty percent, which means they're just you know bog standard. Yeah, well, they're just it just means that they have morals. But they're not necessarily, per, you know, they're not, you know, they're not, not any better or worse than anybody else.
2: But the attitude is unfriendly. So
1: yeah, that's that's actually pretty common also in most of these uh, 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 races. There's only a few races that actually are friendly. Yeah, it's it's kind of like they're you know suspicious of people's motives. They're you know they, if and, and of course I think Richard, you know. Uh, wanted to, to keep them uh, somewhat uh, hard to deal with so that you they would be more of a challenge. They didn't want them to be a bunch of friendly Romans. They wanted them to be something that you would feel was a threat, feel it would be a challenge to deal with. You would have to take them seriously. And so we have the, the year equivalent of 1400 tech experiences, early mech. They have steam, you think, John?
2: um beginnings of the mechanical age i well like john and i were discussing they had it has been found in real life plans for a steam engine they may have not have gotten it together but that's because the empire was you know stagnating and then regressing but they had the steam tech planned out
0: they had people like Hero of Alexandria who built mechanisms that are just absolutely wondrous. Uh, he may have been the one who built the Anthakira device, or at least one of his uh, contemporaries built it. Which was, uh, if you haven't heard about the Anthakira device, it's a, uh, some um, Greek fisherman uh, on a boat had found this clump of metal. And they wonder what the heck it is. They, they they could actually see gears in it, and it dated back to about um, in the sixties, in early you know first century, first century A.D. And it's basically from best they can tell, it's a it's an orrery. It tells you where the planets are going to be. It even can, it can predict uh, eclipses if, if, if the gearing's right. It's basically, and it's all mechanical. It's a mechanical computer, basically. It comes right down to it. Hmm. It, cal- it calculates the position of, this, of, the, of the planets to a fair bit of accuracy. Um, it does use epicycles, so that's something they did discover. So it is using the Greek, um, uh, it does use an Earth-centric un- universe, but still works. I mean, it's fairly accurate. And the thing is, it's probably not a one off device. It probably was one of many. The, you know, we just lost the rest of them because they're made out of brass, and well, brass can be used for cannons.
1: <laughs> Lots of stuff gets turned into bullets and other types of things.
0: Yeah, so we, you know, we, and they're actually, they're going back because no one's actually gone back to the wreck with scuba gear and deep sea gear. So they're going to look to see if they can find more of the device. And maybe other devices. So they're actually going back to, to the wreck and they're going to try to search it for more things. So here's, fingers crossed, they find more of the device. Because they only found like half of it. And they had to extrapolate the rest of the other half. Based on what the how the gears worked. Uh, but they're pretty consistent. All these various extrapolations are pretty consistent. But Romans were into mechanization. In uh, Germany, there's a very famous, um, ba- more or less, automated Wheat grinding uh, water mill system. It was, I believe, eight or eight or nine uh, water, uh, 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 mills down a hill. Water running down it, running the wheels, and they would grind grain. All those things. They were making tons of grain, of flour in those in the in these uh, mills. They would just grind away. Basically, the Romans were the Romans would use technology where where, where they needed to. You know they did have a lot of slaves, but you know when they needed a lot of flour, they built automation. And it turns out the the German one was not the only one. There's actually they found signs of this sort of thing in Italy. So they they had these 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 mills all over the place. And I imagine by the time we get to the 14th century, they got a lot of, they had a lot of mechanisms. They you know. There's, in fact, that's one of the things I'm going to be adding to the. Uh, I think I did add, but if I did, I will add it to the adventure. You know that they probably are. Uh, they actually have advanced communications in the form of sem- of semaphore towers. Ah, okay. Yeah, I could, that could easily work. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because one, one of the things that one of the reasons why the Roman Empire was so hard to to manage, it took you m- weeks, if not months. To get information from one end of the Empire to the other.
2: Yeah.
1: Why wouldn't they just go and, uh, uh, you know, take a a, a, a cart uh, and... A fast chariot or something? A chariot, like yeah, and just run it from one end of the of the Empire to the other. I think they'd be able to do that in a week.
0: Yeah, but still, it's a week. Yeah, it's a week. Yeah, things can change in a week, you know. Uh, I imagine with the semaphore towers and I'm I'm I'll be honest I'm seeing this from Terry Pratchett uh, though I'm adding adding in that they also probably have uh telescopes by this time hey you know it, it, the, the idea of lenses was has been around for a while oh, yeah. putting two putting two up so you can look through them that can happen anytime <laughs> literally and then someone goes whoa I can see farther with this and, yeah, I imagine they have these towers probably run by slaves, transmitting information from one end of the empire to the other, and probably do it in hours. So how uh, far apart
1: would these towers be, then?
0: If you're, using, if you, if you, if you're not using uh, binoculars
1: or some sort of telescope...
0: Well, assume gotta, they are. Well, okay. Assume they are, assume they are uh, 15 to 20 miles.
1: Okay. And if they aren't?
0: Uh, ten miles, within ten miles, or, or a little bit less, depending on terrain. So, because basically you got, you got that, or you make the towers bigger. At least the the semaphores bigger, so they can be seen farther. So, if you if you do that, that but then it makes them harder to move. So messages. So you end up slowing down because it's harder to move the semaphores at that point. Well, yeah,
1: this is the, the slaves are for. Yeah, but that, and I imagine
0: though by this time the Romans can transmit fairly. I'm go be this. The Romans can transmit fairly fast because well, they encoded Latin into a code. You have two big eight by eight squares made up of smaller squares, and basically they've more or less transcribed Latin, uh, the base Latin, not not anything with any with any, any uh, declension or anything like that. You know, just base Latin, uh, into patterns, and the slaves have been raised to read these patterns. So yeah, they sit there and they they don't transmit letters; they
1: transmit whole words, which goes like the Dickens. Okay, well that'd be you Make sure you add that to your thing then, because I'm sure people would like to 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 try that out. I have to add that there's, of course, in the middle of the, middle of the English Channel is an
0: artificial island, because it's just. Too wide for you to be able to do it otherwise. So there's an artificial island in the middle of the English Channel with a with a tower on it.
1: Well, that makes sense because uh, you know that uh, uh, Fort Sumter is on an artificial island, right? And that's the uh, the fort which supposedly was the uh, cause of the start of the American Civil War. And they didn't have an island where they wanted it, so they just kept bringing out. Big piles of rock and drop, dropping there until they had an island, and you could do the same thing uh, in the uh, uh, in Rome. middle of, of the uh, English Channel or whatever they call it.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah Romans were doing, were making artificial lakes and islands uh, in in the uh, in the two uh, hundreds two hundred BCE. <laughs> yeah, the, the Romans are engineers. You know, you, you can tell Romans have been there because they built roads. And we're talking roads that don't last until the
1: next election. They built roads that last until the next millennium. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards
0: and letters coming in.
2: And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun.
0: Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tag Games Podcast. You know the drill, it's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at tri Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, cause we're some bad mothers.